What's going on, everybody? Welcome to the Disney Happy Hour. I am Chrissy Francesco, and that is Kyle Higgins. How you doing, my man? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing good. Uh, happy to be talking to you guys. And we have quite a bit to talk about. It's so cool. Right before I hit the record button here, uh, Kyle and I ran off on this conversation that always ends up being better than what we talk about, actually, when uh, we are recording. So we'll try to bring that uh, into what we were just talking about. Uh, so there's plenty to do tonight. Uh, we'll try to get it all done within the 60 minute or so time frame that we that we give you guys. Uh, we're gonna do a Q and A here. Uh, we're gonna talk about Bob Iger suddenly leaving his throne and handing things off to the man himself, Bob Chapek. And <laughs> we're gonna discuss um, some big closings that I I actually just found out. I knew that Spaceship Earth was closing. I had no idea that it was closing for two years. Um, so we're gonna get into that. Yeah, I think Chris and I are gonna have some unpopular opinions <laughs> to share. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a tough one. But hey, you know that's. That's that comes with the territory. You know, they're not immune to stuff. Also want to apologize for our long mm. kind of little hiatus going on. Um, as we have said numerous times, we both have very busy schedules. Mm-hmm. Um, we really do need to get better about putting out a more routine show. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to continue to work on that. We're not sure. I mean, maybe like we've discussed in the past, maybe recording multiple episodes in mm-hmm. one sitting and, you know, slowly releasing them over time or something like that but we're going to figure it out so we can put out more content um or at least more regular Mm -hmm. content yeah i really want to thank you guys because even though we've been gone for a little bit the 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 downloads just kept racking up and our last show that we did was the star wars show and that was the most listened to show uh that we've ever had um the last show we had was I forget. It might have been a Star Wars show. I have to go check. But whatever it was, the last show that we did was the most downloaded (laughs) show. It's been that long since we've recorded. (laughs) Yes. Either way, I think each show we do continues to get more and more fun to record. Mm -hmm. Each show has been more and more successful, even after our little breaks. Mm -hmm. Um, And we still get a lot of fan feedback and everything like that, too, which we really appreciate. Mm -hmm. That'll come into play tonight because we do have a QA and a segment. Yep. So we're going to get right to the Q&A. And... It's the reason why we're going to get right into the Q and A is because the first question has to do basically with what um, we really wanted to talk about, and here it is, Chris and Kyle. Uh, what is your opinion on Mr. Iger leaving and Chapek taking over? Um, I, I guess uh, Kyle, we can get right into it. It was, you know, usually when you when you hear things about massive companies like CEOs. It's something that, that their exit is calculated. Correct. Their exit is planned way ahead of time. Yep. This just happened to fall like at lunchtime on a random weekday. And it yeah. completely took everybody by surprise. Right away, I thought, oh my gosh, is there like a scandal coming down the pike that we don't know about? Still could be. So could be. We haven't heard anything yet. Um, but, you know, a side note to let people know, Iger isn't done. He's going to finish out his contract as the chairman of the board of directors through the end of 2021. Yeah, he's not out of Disney. Right. He's just out of his current or his former position. Right. He's not doing the day-to-day things anymore. He appointed that to uh, Hitler. I mean, Bob Chapek, uh, who will answer directly to Iger. Uh but there is still... For you? <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> um, but, but there is something weird about this. Yes. In, in your opinion, what were your thoughts as soon as you heard about Bob Iger stepping down? 
I, I don't like it. Um, to be honest with you, though, um, I did think that it was getting time for a change. Mm-hmm. Um, I think um, a lot of stuff with Disney as a whole, I mean, mainly the parks, um, they've been putting out pretty good movies recently, and they've been doing well with other things. Mm-hmm. Um, but things have seemed to me kind of stagnant. I mean, uh, I get that, you know... Things have never been better for Star Wars Land and stuff like that. But I, I don't know. The, you know, the magic just hasn't seemed to be there for me. Um, and, you know, there's been rumors for a while now about Bob Iger eventually stepping down. Yeah. And I didn't necessarily think it was a bad thing. I'm just not in love with um, Shapek taking over. Yeah. What about you? Um, no. Uh, and the, the reason why I'm not excited for this, and it, it was basically stated that, you know, that the... the the way the, the business operations and the model of what Bob Iger left will not be, you know, tampered with. It, it won't be – Shapek won't come in there and start just rewriting everything Iger did. And to me, that's not good. To me, that – it's obvious for people that know the background of Bob Shapek, he has no parks background. He has no background in entertainment or creativity. Well, until – he's been the lead of the parks, though. He – He's kind, yeah, but he has no, he's had no say in terms of, he's a cut, uh, cut and bait guy. He's a guy that, right. He's a yes man and he's a guy that's had to make the cuts. Yes. He's, he's the, the financial guru of the parks. Correct. He has no, he has no idea what the, the guests want or what the guest needs are or Uh, the problems. Correct. But I, you know, That's been a problem before he took over. You're right. I mean, Disney, I think we've said it on the show before. I know we've certainly said it amongst ourselves. And if any of you follow Chris and I, um, our personal Twitter accounts, we're Mm -hmm. pretty public about our displeasure. Um, You know, we don't sit there and go on long rants, really. But, you know, we tag each other as we see different news coming about. And, I mean, you can definitely see our opinions on there. Um, You know, in in my opinion, it's not just JPEG. Disney's been out of touch with what the fans want, at least on the park side of things, for a while. It's been been really tough, man. I mean, it – and, you know – all you guys really have to do is, you know, go on Disney forums, go on boards, go on, you know, disboards.com. Search hashtag Diz Twitter. Oh, yes, definitely. You'll see, you'll see a lot of, you know, um, travel agent accounts, you know, big fans, people who run podcasts. There's mm-hmm. there's all sorts of people that'll go on there and, you know, you know, some are insiders. Um, the, 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 it's a great way to find a lot of information about what's going on. And the, a lot of them do submit, like... Um, credible links and everything like that too so you can get verification that what they're saying is accurate. For sure and when obviously Shapek was a direct appointment from Iger and what my problem was is I feel as uncalculated the stepping down, the announcement of the stepping down was, I feel Iger has had this in his back pocket for quite some time now to set Bob Chapek up to take over for him. Yeah, I just, when I found out about that, um, when that, you know, when that became public, I I just, it kind of worried me about the future of Disney at this point, because it seems to me like, you know, like we just said, they've been out of touch for quite a bit now and I don't think Shapek is the kind of guy or you know from what we know about him and what he's done in the past he's not the kind of guy that's going to really change that if anything I would think it's going to continue down the same road of 
you know, seemingly being out of touch. I mean, there's just, and we'll, we'll get to it at another time. There's just so many things that, um, in my opinion, are wrong with the parks right now. Yeah. Um, and, I, you know, I don't think that he's the guy that's going to really turn that around. And what bothered me is that there was a clear-cut guy who should have taken over for Iger in running the whole system of Disneyland and Disney World, and that was Josh Damaro, who was appointed president of Walt Disney World Resort, but he's not going to – he's still going to – oversee in some way some creative decisions but he's not going to be in that shapec role where everything runs through him and you know for those who don't know Josh Tamar he's the president of Walt Disney World he is responsible for leading all facets of business for the resort's four theme parks two water parks um, 28 resort hotels uh, all the golf courts uh, courses um, the wild world of sports Disney Springs he literally leads a cast of more than 75,000 um, the largest single uh, uh, work uh, work uh, force and he's going to lead and the problem I have is you know Disney released a statement saying he's going to lead Walt Disney World on the path to its 50th anniversary in 2020 uh, 2021 that bothers me because it, if you read that he will lead um, in on the path to the 50th, 50th anniversary that tells me he might not be there much longer if right. you re- if if I'm I might be reading into it too much I think you are I might be I it's, think so it's what I do um, I'm a Philadelphia sports fan I read into everything too much correct he's a Philadelphia <laughs> sports fan with his 49ers shirt <laughs> stop currently. that's correct <laughs> um, so in doing so he will help complete the destination's most significant in spa- expansion in the last two decades which was opening up the Disney Skyliner transportation system the new lodging experiences nighttime entertainment Epcot theme park and attractions from what I've heard and I've talked to people um, on multiple boards. I've talked to cast members that I know in Disney World that they know Josh tomorrow really well. And Josh tomorrow is the kind of guy who literally will walk around the parks and pull cast members aside. He'll pull guests aside and say, hey, what are you enjoying about this? But most importantly, what are you what can we do better? Right. You'll never see Bob Chapek walking around Disney parks unless he's going to fire someone. Well, uh, probably smart. <laughs> I know there's a lot of people that are not a fan of yeah. this move, so he probably doesn't really want to be out in the the general public with the hardcore Disney fans that would recognize him or know who he is. So my question to you is, before we get to the next question, is why would Iger... Uh, knowing the I guess the the, the backlash that Chapek was getting when Galaxy's Edge opened and then when everyone heard about um, how bad the workforce that the service level was in Disney World the past year how how much of a dip it's taken how can you have a clear cut guy like a Josh tomorrow whose main job the last two decades has been Disney Parks and customer service why do you go to Chapek right away Basically, yes, man. Uh, yeah, I, I mean, guess that's I mean, it. Maybe he's done everything that, you know, Iger's wanted him to do. And I don't know. I mean, you know, it's a business. You're right. Look at other companies. I mean, I, I work for, um, not going to put out exactly what yeah, I yeah. do, but I work for the state. Uh huh. And, you know, there's a lot of decisions. And I'm sure just in your company, too, where people get a promotion or, you know, something happens and you're like, really? You like, wait, this wait. is. This is the most qualified person that you think of. You ain't but lying. you know, there's a lot of things that go on behind closed doors that we don't know about. Um, you know, we really only know 
um, Iger's decision of Chapek and, you know, the things that, you know, the media posts and uh, not to get political or anything like that or, you know, with the mm-hmm. virus, um, yeah. the coronavirus going on, we all know how the media... You know, they, they play they play things, you know. They, oh, they have always, an agenda. They they, yeah, they don't always report all the facts. So, you know, we're very critical of this move. Um, but, you know, it's still very early on. It's yeah. possible he could surprise us. Yeah, you're right. Um, you know, we know what we know about him from the media. Yeah. Which, you know, is going to be biased opinions. Yeah. So it's we'll going to be. wait and see. Yeah. Um, all right. So second question. And this one actually just got on Monday. And I wanted to add this on to the show because it kind of goes right to the heart of what Kyle and I have had some problems with as of late and I'm really happy I'm I'm unhappy for this family but I'm I'm happy that this came up now right before we recorded the show says Chris and Kyle we were in Disney for a family vacation the beginning of February and I unfortunately wanted the report it was less than magical the food seems like fast food quality uh, esque in terms of that of the quality of it the service from the cast members has greatly dropped and the lines are ungodly on most days February is historically a pretty down month and a month where a lot of families would like to check out if they if they have the ability to get to Disney because of the crowds but it just didn't seem that way at all during our entire week trip here in Walt Disney World Resort what happened to our beloved Disney World and what can be done you think so well that's a loaded question the first thing I want to point out is historically a slow time there are no more slow times that's done the the belief system of oh i'm gonna go in september when all the kids are back at school well with the internet and the amount of knowledge people have now everybody knows that that's a slow time so everybody's gonna go then you know slow times are done so you know you have to give up on that idea it's just stop trying to plan a trip around a slow time mm-hmm. go when you want to go because yep. it's going to be packed no matter what yep so you know what if you're thinking hey i can go in the spring when it's not super hot or i can go in september when it's ungodly hot <laughs> the crowds are going to be awful yeah. either way so you might as well just go when just it's more go. comfortable yeah um, so that's the first thing I wanted to point out of that whole whole question is, <laughs> it yes, it is a historically slow time in September, but that's the problem with Disney now is there are there no more slow times. You know, you're going to be waiting an insane amount of time for anything, no matter what time of year you go. So to, to go with what she said was where it's less than magical, she said, um, what can uh, our beloved Disney World do to be better? Um, what What is your where? What's the first couple things that come to your mind right away? That's that's the problem right now in Disney World. Um, again, loaded question. I, I yeah. mean, I, for those of you that don't know, Chris gets these questions. <laughs> And I'm not trying to be funny, but no, I understand. He sees them before I do. I get them on the spot, yeah. so I don't have time to think about what's going on. Really, um, kind of everything that she pointed out. She, he. I'm not sure who submitted the question. I know it was a family. It was a woman. Uh, okay. Um, you know, overcrowding. Yeah. Um, you know, obviously, same thing like she said. Service went down. Food quality is going down. And not to say that food quality at some of the higher end restaurants and stuff is bad. Um, there's still a lot of very good food options For sure. around the parks. Um, but yeah, I mean, Chris and I, um, 
we're like I said, we're pretty active on social media and um, viewing what people have. You know, we we frequently see people and follow people who are in the parks all the time, all the time, and see their posts and pictures. And you know, anybody on any given day, you can go onto the Disney app and pull up wait times on rides, and you can just see what crowds are like. Um, you know, it. My my biggest problem with Disney right now is they don't seem to care. I really that's tough. What, what you want as a guest or mm-hmm. as a fan or whatever you want to consider yourself um it's again it is a business right um but they're really to me all about the bottom dollar now where they right. used to i mean disney has always made tremendous amounts of money yes and now it almost seems like they're just trying to squeeze you for as much as possible. Let's see how many people we can get into the parks as much. Let's increase the prices every year. Let's, you know, let, let's add on more expenses. All right, cool. Parking's always been free at the resorts. Now, $30 at the Deluxe Resorts, what, 25 at moderate or 20 at moderate, 15 yep. at value. So now you're paying to park. You know, they're, they're just squeezing you, and they know you're still gonna go you're still gonna pay that's it. the thing yeah they, it, it just doesn't seem to me like they care um which is my biggest problem with it is is the lack of they've like in, in they're not genuine eyes, anymore there. um and you know so please if you guys disagree feel free to comment it just from what i see um and from what my experience was when i was there a couple years ago it just seems like the level of caring of the the you know your overall experience has significantly dropped my so here's my issue and this is um no i, I don't write scripts down uh, I, I think off the top of my you know top of my head and I, I wear my heart on my sleeve so I talk about this stuff. Yes, I see the questions ahead of time, but I really don't think about them until you know leading up into the recording. So my thing is here, here's a couple things I have a problem with. They're completely pricing out the entire an entire section of, of people. It, you're 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 now looking at a certain times of the year. Now remember, let's go back and rewind and say there are no slow times of the year, but the Disney. They pick certain times of the year where it might cost you $200, over $200 per person to walk into Magic Kingdom. Now that's that's a problem I have. You're, you're looking at literally pricing out an entire middle class of families. That's really hard to go to Walt Disney World. You're... The other thing is what you're doing is you're charging these full prices. You're raising annual passes. You're raising single-day hoppers or or single-day park passes. Half of Walt Disney World is under construction. And I don't understand how Disney and their their attendance has been down, but their prices keep going up. You may – attendance is down, yes, but just to let you guys know, that doesn't mean that lines just stop. Attendance could be down. Well, attendance is down, but because of half of Walt Disney World is under construction. They go where they have to go. lines everywhere else. Correct. So attendance being down is is kind of irrelevant because if half the park is open – they're all gonna flock to what they. I mean, you're paying two hundred some. You're paying one hundred and fifty dollars going to Epcot. You're really only able to ride like three things. So naturally, those three or four things are gonna be hammered um, with you know one hundred and fifty minute wait times on a on a normal regular day in in January or February. Yeah. Um, I I think they've lost sight of what makes the vacation itself so magical. 
really has. I think the cast members have, and I, and I, I don't say this degradingly, I've had really good friends in the system. I think a big problem is the college program. You have a bunch of these kids right uh, during college that... You know, they're they're not necessarily there because they love Disney World. They're there one because they're going to school maybe in Florida and they get really they get paid and they get really good credits for this. Build a resume. Build it's a great resume builder. Um and you know, I've heard from many uh um park goers that said, you know, they asked they ask the, these kids in the park or in the parks for questions and none of them have answers. None of them you don't ever see cast members anymore walking around cleaning like they used to. Let's just say, you know, the college program they're certainly not doing it for the money. No. They do not get paid. Right. Or they don't get paid well if they do get paid. Right. I believe they get bare minimum housing. I mean, it's yeah. really, or what they can afford on mm-hmm. the Disney program. Right. You know? So, uh, yeah. I don't know. There's it's a just, lot. It's a lot, man. The standard is dropped. The standard has dropped. And you can even say the same thing and for non-college things because just walk around resorts. Resorts aren't as clean. I was literally just talking to a friend of mine who stayed at the beach club last week. And he said, Chris, like, I mean, I I walked into my room and it was as if a hurricane hit it. And it literally, they had no answer for me. They didn't offer me anything at all. You know, I'm paying $700 a night to stay there. Like, you've got to be kidding me. Um, So to answer your 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 question without being going down a rabbit hole of, of issues is right, we have a lot that we can go into. Yeah. Problems. What, you know, what can be done? I don't know. That's above my pay grade. <laughs> I don't make those I don't, decisions. I, don't know. I, I really don't know. I mean, the thing is, is stop planning so many um, refurbishments or stop building so many things at one time. I mean, do you think it would be feasible? And, you know, from a business standpoint, it doesn't make sense. Don't fill the resorts. That's a great point. I mean, That's like, a good stop point. selling so many tickets. I mean, come on. That's a good you, point. You know half of your park is closed. Yeah. So, okay, hypothetically, okay. you got 50 rides. Obviously, there's way more. Yeah. You got 50 rides, you have 1,000 hotel rooms. Yeah. All okay. right. Well, we only have 25 rides open, but we're still going to sell out 1,000 hotel rooms, and then we're <laughs> going to not do anything about it when people complain. So don't sell out a thousand hotel rooms. Yeah, I I agree with you. All right, nobody has to know when you're booking. It doesn't tell you how many rooms are left. Correct. It doesn't say, oh, congratulations, you have booked room number nine hundred ninety-seven out of a thousand. All right, <laughs> sold out. It's sold out. Where? All right, they don't have to know that we only cut it off at five hundred rooms being sold. Right. And it'll enhance the experience for mm-hmm. the people that are there. I mean, I'm just spitballing. Again, That's we're, not, fine. we're not creative. You know, we're not the people that right. um, run the parks. I'm sure there's a reason why they do what they do. And again, it's it's bottom dollar. Ex- absolutely. Um, but all it is. again, we're talking from a fan experience. Right. That would help. Um, you know, I also don't think if Disney were to take a couple years of not raising prices, they would really be suffering financially. Um, but, you know, I... I I don't know if this is going to be another question, but this we get all sorts of odd stuff sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, don't be surprised if in the future, I don't know if it's next year, 10 years from now, if they start charging you for fast passes either. Because oh as God. far as I know, or, you know, parks that I go to, mm-hmm. um, I think Disney's like the only place that gives you free stuff. Be- like stuff like that or built in. Universal charges you for theirs. I think it's called the Max Pass. Yes. Um, 
my uh, a close friend of mine who is going down to Disney this year for a few days, get away from the kids. Yeah. And they're doing a day at um, Universal, just so you guys know. What's Universal Islands of Adventure and then mm-hmm. Universal Studios, two parks. Yes. So for him and his wife, two parks and they're – Park hopper option so they can access both parks for the day. And a fast pass is about $1,000 for them for the day for two people. Wow. Um, and I believe he said to get the max pass or whatever it is, like $158. Wow. Something like that. Um, That's cheaper than – a max pass is cheaper than one day in Magic Kingdom. Correct. But <laughs> if you go to Magic Kingdom, pay $200, and you get included fast passes, go to Universal, you got to pay the price of admission plus the max pass. Yeah. Um. Six Flags, we have one of the best, I mean, I I don't like the crowds that go there, but as far as a ride standpoint here in New Jersey, we have one of the best amusement parks in the world in terms of, you know, great thrill rides and stuff like that. To get a flash pass, I believe it's like $100 for the day per person or something like that on top of an $80 admission to the park for the day. Okay. You go to Cedar Point. You pay for this stuff. So, you know what? It, you know, Disney clearly seems to be bottom dollar focused at this point in time. Yeah. So I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, maybe they don't charge you just to get a fast pass, but they provide an option where you get three fast passes and then you have an option to buy more. Mm-hmm. Which I, I mean, then you're gonna have fast pass line problems. But you know what? Um, so I, I'm gonna go off onto a rant about all the things that I have wrong um, with Disney at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one of them, and I don't know where I was going with it. That's okay. Point. We'll we'll eventually do a show with, you know, what what's going right with Disney and what we think right now maybe is going wrong, um, and that's something that we will. Um, talk down the road. Next question. Here we go. All right, uh, Kyle. This is specifically for you. Uh oh. What it, and I'm happy I don't have to answer it. Uh, what is your least favorite park in that park? What is your least favorite ride, attraction, and meal? <laughs> All right. So, um, do we want to do overall or currently? Um, because currently, I'd probably say my least favorite park is Epcot, but that only because everything's under construction. Yeah. With it. So I'm gonna, you know, I'm just gonna do like in general. If everything yeah, open, do ge- generalize everything it. is yeah. Um, least favorite park is Animal Kingdom. Okay. Um, I, I, I'm gonna say I do love the theming. I think the theming and um, you know, the atmosphere of Animal Kingdom is great. For me, it doesn't offer much. I love Expedition Everest. I love the Safari. Mm-hmm. Um. Flights of Passage, cool. Mm-hmm. I'm not a Pandora fan. I didn't like the movie Avatar. So as much as I appreciate the styling and the theming of that area, it just doesn't do much for me. Okay. Um, so least favorite park is Animal Kingdom. Um, I would say pr- Primeval, Primeval World would be my least favorite ride but that's seasonal not dinosaur um, so i'm gonna say dinosaur <laughs> but oh, because that's open year round. yes yeah the other one's only open sometimes so dinosaur is my least favorite ride there what was the other thing attraction attraction <sighs> um it's tough to be a bug 
Yeah, it's I, I don't pretty I, awful. I can't stand it. I've never liked it as a yeah. kid. I don't like the air blowing on you and the uh, sensation of like a bug crawling uh, on you and stuff. Yeah, I'm out. I don't like it. <laughs> um, I'm not a huge 3D fan in general anyway, so just everything about that I don't like. Okay. Um, and a least favorite meal. I haven't eaten too much in Animal Kingdom because um, that's a half-day park for me. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. So um, I've had Flame Tree. Flame Tree was pretty good. Um, I like the Yak and Yeti quick service. I do like that. Um, I've had a couple other quick service. Probably Pizza Fari only because it was just so it's one-dimensional. I mean, you can get an average slice of pizza anywhere in Disney. Um, I don't think it was anything special. Um, we come from New Jersey where we get tons of great pizza. Yes. You got New York style pizza. You got the the Philly thin crust. You mm-hmm. know, we have all different options. So for me, it was a pretty lousy slash mediocre at best piece of pizza. Um, so probably Pizza Fari would be my least favorite thing. Okay, but again, um, I haven't eaten that much there just because I don't particularly care for that park. So I don't spend that much of my time there. Understood. Are you guys listening to Disney Happy Hour? Uh, if you guys want to follow us on the Twitter, we I am at cdfran24, and he is at Kyle Higgs27. Correct. Correct. All right. Also, that's two Gs, by the way, in Higgs. Um, next question here. Uh, Chris and Kyle, is it worth – it's a good one. Is it worth m- my family and I to cut a day out of our Disney vacation to go to Universal and see Harry Potter World? Um, from what I've gathered, yes. Um uh, fun fact here is that my family and I, uh, we were actually my my wife and I, my my seventeen month old daughter can't speak. Uh, my wife and I were discussing, you know, our next vacation. We haven't been on vacation in three years. Uh, we were talking, hey, you know, I don't want to go to Disney um, for a while, and you know, was, you know, for all the reasons that Kyle and I have said it, it's just not, you know, I don't want to take my daughter her first time in Disney and it's an absolute purebred nightmare. I want to kind of wait for some things to get built um, before I go back down there, especially finding out that Spaceship Earth is going to be closed for two years. So that ruins my whole experience because that's my favorite thing in Disney World. That's not Haunted Mansion or Pirates of the Caribbean. I was just about to say, <laughs> really? It's the third. Third, but behind third the, favorite. Third favorite. Um so we were discussing, like, hey, let's go to Universal. I've never been. Um, never to Universal. I've heard so many amazing things about it the last couple of years and how they have – their service is, like, second to none in the world. From what, from what I've heard, even on Disney podcasts, I've heard them say, I mean, Universal service and what they offer is incredible over the past couple of years and how much they've elevated their game. And for Harry Potter World, I mean, obviously, if you're a huge Harry Potter nut – then yeah, I mean, I, I think it's definitely worth uh, to take a day out of your trip as long as you map it out good and you don't do it on a whim. You know, map it out. Plan every, anytime you do a Disney vacation or a Universal thing, make sure you just plan everything ahead of time. Everything is so much better when it's planned out. Um, but that's this is my opinion. I mean, we love Harry Potter, so that's something we're definitely discussing. Yeah, um, I I think it's worth it. Um, keep in mind, Universal is very expensive. I'm not yeah. saying not saying no, it Disney, is not saying Disney is inexpensive. Um, but you're just tacking on another expense. There. It, yeah, it's another expense. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know the the amount of resorts or the quality of resorts. I want I don't know want to speak about quality, but you know the. De- Disney has a wide range of places to stay. Absolutely. Universal is far more limited. Correct. And um, from what I've heard, Universal is great, but it does not – well, Disney doesn't have it right now either. 
But, you know, for the people that feel have felt the magic at Disney, it is not the same at Universal. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not a knock on Universal, but it's different. Um, it's it's not the same. Um, it's like a it's like oh, I don't want to say because they don't have those kind of roller coasters, but it's like Six Flags on or Hershey Park on steroids. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's better themed and stuff. like Right. That. Like, right. I, I would say it's like a Hershey Park, like a theme park or amusement park or whatever. In between that and the Disney World, in like yes. the type of feeling you would get. Yeah, yeah, that. I agree. But I agree. Lots of great food options, like Chris said. The service is great, and you know what? I mean, like you said, Universal has a ton of great stuff to offer, mm-hmm. um, and Disney World's not its best right now. So I don't think yeah. it would hurt you to go out and try and experience something different. So mm-hmm. you know, if if it's something that your family is considering and you guys have interest in it, definitely I would, yeah, I would go yeah, for I would it. Take a day, take a day, maybe two. Spend one day at Universal, mm-hmm. one day at Islands of Adventure. Um, you know, there's a lot of cool stuff going on over there. Yeah, it's all so. it's all about preference, really. Yeah, I mean, um, if you're not a if you're not a Harry Potter fan or you really hate Harry Potter, that's a big <laughs> part of it. So, exactly. Yeah. I mean, you have to look at it and see what stuff there interests you. But yeah, I mean, if that's you know you have interests at Universal, definitely take a day, check it out. Yeah. All right, Kyle, this is just for you. People like you, man. That's good. I'm happy someone does. Yeah, well, uh, never ask me the easy questions. <laughs> Why do you hate The Last Jedi so much? <laughs> um, it felt like a Marvel movie. Um, it didn't feel like a true Star Wars movie, really, to me. Um, <laughs> I actually I had, like, multiple things of, can we ask Kyle about The Last Jedi? So I knew... I mean, it's our highest rated show, so I knew for a fact you were going to get some heat on that. Um, so, like I said, it, it felt like more like a Marvel movie to me. Um, and I'm sure I'll get heat on why, Kyle, do you not like Marvel movies? <laughs> um, you know, it, first of all, I mean, most movies nowadays have a ton of CGI, but The Last Jedi just had like an insane amount of CGI. There were a lot of scenes in that movie that to me felt like unnecessary. Like (laughs) you have a two and a half hour movie, but do you need a two and a half hour movie? No. Could you have gotten by with an hour and 45 minute movie? Did you need, um, and now don't uh, the casino scene. Yeah, no. Did you really need that? I mean, what point did that serve? I mean, so there there was just a lot in there. I mean, it felt like a lot of like quick one liners and stuff like that, which is um, something that you get in a Marvel movie that I don't really care for. It just it didn't have the Star Wars feel to me. Um, In terms of movies in general, I don't think it was an awful movie. Mm -hmm. I just don't think it was a good Star Wars movie. I agree. Um, it had bougie CGI. I mean, it was insane. It, yeah, it was. It was just too much. I, it, it it just felt like a movie that was like trying way too hard to be something that it wasn't. That's a that's the best way to put it, in my opinion. Uh, Chris, oh good, I get one. Uh, have you ever driven to Walt Disney World, and do you prefer the ride via driving or by plane? Okay, mm-hmm. um, I've driven to Disney World once. And Same. that will never happen again. <laughs> and I don't even. And I, uh, for the record, I hate airplanes. I don't like anything that I'm not in control of. Uh-huh. Um, however, uh, I was in control of driving, and I'm never doing it again. It was 17 hours of my life that I'll never did get you back. Straight through, or did straight you straight through? Uh, yeah. See, I didn't. I did it once with my parents a family vacation. We drove one year, so my parents could not afford to uh, fly. Um, 
And I agree with you. I would never drive again. Yeah, I mean... But it, we didn't do straight through either. We stopped in, like... Like North Carolina, maybe? No, I think we stopped, like, the northern part of Georgia. And then oh, we only wow. had, like, three hours left the second day. But either way, it was still, like, it was... It was awful, man. And yeah. the one reason why it was awful for me is I can't sit that long. I mean, I have to be moving. I have to be... I'm, I like being on the go. Uh, I just didn't like it at all. Um, driving isn't fun for me, and that m- might be because for six years of my life, I drove as a as a job um, for the job that I had. I wasn't a taxi driver, and you know, this was before Uber and all that, but um, the job that I had just involved me driving a lot, and I just hate... I didn't like driving. Um, but yeah, we did 17 hours straight. It was really tough. Never doing it again. My parents love driving. My dad's driven down there three or four times. He loves it. And I don't get it. He's on drugs. Um, uh, I think Ed should just make that a route, like an Uber route. He should. He's all about that money. Uber Eddie. Um, you know what I found? I mean, I knew this question was it's okay. Oh, no. The worst part about it was the drive home. Yes. Because, like, all right, I've just spent a week... In the hottest place on earth, <laughs> waiting in lines, my feet are aching, I'm tired. I'm gonna drive. The last thing I want to do. You know what? Let's do a 17 hour drive home. <laughs> oh man. And you know what? The the worst part for me was driving, it was not just, you know, the 17 hours, was when you get into Florida, you think you're close. You're yeah. still three hours away from Orlando. Um, so yeah, that was tough. So uh, to answer your question, um, yes. Uh, I've driven the Walt Disney World once. Do I prefer driving over a plane? Um, I would much rather get somewhere in two hours than 17. Um, because driving down there sucks because, one, you're angry that you now got to drive 17 hours. Because within the three- or four-hour mark, you realize this was a horrible decision. Definitely should have saved up pennies. But if you drive, you don't have to take the Tragical Express. That's correct. And if you drive now, you get to pay to park your car at the resort. <laughs> Take, take the airplane you if you guys can. Son of a gun. <laughs> uh, next question, Chris and Kyle. Oh, this is a good one. What do you see coming out of the massive Epcot expansion in the coming years? Will the crowds become even more unbearable, especially with the 50th anniversary uh, coming up? I think you've answered your own question. I mean, yeah, you've really answered your own questions. What do I see coming out of the expansion? I mean, they got a ton of stuff, as we just found out. Um, it looks like Spaceship Earth is going to be closed through the 50th anniversary, but yeah. will open for Epcot's 40th. Guardians of the Galaxy yeah. opening, Ratatouille opening. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, there's a lot of stuff coming out of Epcot. Uh, when will it be done? I'm not sure all of it will be done by 2021. Obviously, like I just said, Spaceship Earth closes in May of this year and will be closed through 2022 almost. Well, the crowds are just going to keep getting worse, too, because they're building more hotels. Yeah, the Star I mean, Wars Hotel will be open soon. Well, that's not – you can't just stay there, I don't think, and go to the parks. That's like a couple-day experience right? fully immersed in there. Right. So I don't think that'll – affect the crowds in the parks while people are in there okay but you have the riviera resort that just opened you have the massive grand destino tower that ha- opened over at caribbean beach mm-hmm. yeah and what so was where are these people gonna go i know and they just opened up um mickey's railway yes in yep. in hollywood studios yep so that's going to take some crowds. That just opened up, I think, yesterday or two days ago. Uh, fun fact, that's the only, that's the first Mickey Mouse and, like, Minnie Mouse-themed attraction in Disney World. Hmm. Can you believe that? People mentioned Phil PhilharMagic. Uh, Phil that's mainly Donald Duck. That's a Donald Duck-centered. What do you consider an attraction? 
That's true. It's an it's an attraction. No, but what do you consider an attraction? Because you could say back in the day in Mickey's Toontown Square. That's true too. In Mickey and Minnie's houses there, which I guess you're right. I guess a a ride themed with Mickey and Minnie. Am I? I, It's crazy. I think it's the first one. Yeah, I can't really think. I can't. I can't think. That's insane. Um, (laughs) Disney's bread and butter. (laughs) You know what? It's 2020. I think it's time we're gonna put a railway in a Chinese theater. Uh, from what I've read, by the way, that ride or that attraction, I guess you could say, is is people really like it. However, man, I'll tell you what, there is a lot of bitter people online saying we miss our our great movie ride. Now that get, it, get over it, I agree. Can please get over yeah, it. Yeah, it's look. You've you, had long enough to to grieve over the loss <laughs> of it. You've known that this has been coming for years. Um, I agree. I was just there. What last year? No, no. This this past summer, I was in Jamaica. So two summers ago, um, you get dropped off about a mile and a half out deep in the parking lot by the buses because the um, Skyliner was being built. You have to walk all over, and they had signs all over the place for the runaway railway. Yeah. I mean, we've known this is coming. It, stop being bitter that it's yeah. gone. It's not coming back. It's not like, like I said to Chris before the show started. It wasn't an overnight thing like... Boom. By the way, this ride is gone and this one is here and you're going to like it. Yeah, it was it's been like 2 years. You've had time to right. to air out your grievances yeah. over this. It's not Enjoy like Enjoy what's there now. It's not like great movie ride was Bob Iger and then the mon- on a Monday and Tuesday Bob Chapek came in and it's all brand right. new. Yeah. It's not <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's not it's not you you've not had a, time. This is not a fast transition. Right. You've known it was coming. Just enjoy it. It's got great reviews and have fun with it. I agree. It's something new. Enjoy something new. It's, a, it's <laughs> something refreshing. Yeah. Chris and Kyle, you guys just did a show highlighting your your favorite and least favorite meals in Epcot. Now, what are your top favorite things to do in Epcot? Oh, boy. There's not much to do right now. <laughs> so I'm going to go with Epcot when it's fully functional. Okay, um, so, so, so normal Epcot, not the... What is it? Experimental prototype construction construction of tomorrow. tomorrow. Um, All right. So I get you. Want me to go or you? Yeah. All right. So my number one favorite thing to do in Epcot is World Showcase. I love World Showcase a lot. I mean, you to just say that Spaceship Earth is your third favorite thing in Disney World, but then number one in. uh, We like to keep it interesting. I have to keep it fresh on the show. I had to get through World Showcase to get to Spaceship Earth. Uh, right, because you come from the other side. Right. Uh, what was what's it called? My side that I come into. International Gateway. Gateway. Right. I come through the International Gateway, so I have to pass through um, Canada. Canada. Through Canada. Correct. <laughs> One country. <laughs> All right. So um, I'll say uh, World Showcase. I love World Showcase. I love to eat and get some wine, get some drinks. Um, next thing for me would be Spaceship Earth. Um, it's closing May 26th for two years. Uh, they're redoing. They're keeping the central part of the uh, of the theme, uh, but they're changing the voice. Man, I'm going to miss Judy Dench. As I miss Jeremy Irons. As long as they don't get rid of Rome is burning the smell. Oh, they can't get rid of that. Uh, There's yeah, no way. Well, if they do, I'm banning Disney forever. I mean, we've already kind of boycotted. We've already kind of boycotted. We'll it. extend our hiatus. That's correct. Um, number three. Are we doing favorites or favorites and it, least favorites? It just says, what are your top five favorite oh, okay. things to do? Uh, Good. So Spaceship Earth is two. 
three would be Test Track. I I even love the original Test Track, but I mean, I guess the new one's cool. It's the same thing once you get on the track. It hasn't that really hasn't changed. Um, I mean, it's cool when you get you know what you paid for on the ride because it breaks down midway through about six times. It's really fun when you do get on. <laughs> it's really, <laughs> when you actually have a chance to actually enjoy Test Track. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, Ah oh, man, four. What would be my fourth favorite thing I'm to do? I'm surprised uh, you haven't mentioned one yet. What am I missing? Soren. I like Soren. I do. Oh my gosh, yeah, Soren. Um, is it, I love Soren. I love the actually the newer version of Soren. The update was really good. I, really, I actually preferred the really the, the, one, the yeah. older one. Yeah, this one. This one seems like far more CGI to me. Mm. And I love if you're not sitting dead center, the, the, the nice hook on the uh, Eiffel Tower that you get. <laughs> okay. Um, my fifth favorite thing to do is eat. I mean, I haven't seen the new fireworks show, but before that, man, Illuminations is my favorite uh, Nighttime Spectacular. Um, but I can't say that anymore because I it's gone. So I would probably say the food. I love the, the food in Epcot. Um uh, I think there's an array of different, obviously, options that nothing else in Disney World can give you. Correct. So I guess I would have to go with that. Speaking of food, Electric Umbrella is closing for that, good. That's correct. Good call there. I forgot to add that. Um, Very nice of you. Oh, God. Just after we do our food show. I know. <laughs> um, so top five yes. favorite. Um... People love Epcot, man. We got a lot of questions about Epcot. I so, to... All right, let's say uh, Soren is my number one. Nice. I preferred the original, but I obviously I do love the second one too. But I did prefer the original. Mm-hmm. Um, number two, test track when I can get on it. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I mean, it's, <laughs> it's a hit or miss. It, it breaks down a lot. It, it is. It's like a real NASCAR race. It breaks down. You're gonna break down. You need something. I don't even bother getting a fast pass for Soren. You're right. Just just ride single rider. I don't even do that. It's almost guaranteed it's gonna break down (laughs) sometime while you're in the park. All right. So you go up when it's broken down. Ask the cast member about how much longer are they saying until it's open. Twenty minutes. All right. I'll hang out. Yeah. Twenty minutes goes by. You're You're right on. Yeah. You're right. Good call. I don't. I don't bother. There you go, guys. Um, You've got a nice little vacation tip from Kyle. Um, Spaceship Earth is number three. Mm-hmm. Um, number four is going around the world showcase. Um, that would probably be higher if that'll. That will be higher when I go back next time, though, because a lot of the shows and stuff are going to be refreshed. Yeah. Um, like the shows that are, I mean, there was only a couple, but the Circle Vision shows, um, they've made me sick in the past. Um, I get like the motion sickness from them. Um, but, I, you know, in general, I just think the shows overall needed to be refreshed. Um, Epcot is been in need of a ma- of this massive overhaul for, God, more than 10 years. Number five favorite will probably be Maelstrom. Uh, see what had happened was <laughs> they uh they replaced that sir with Frozen. Ooh. They went from a ride that was always ten minute wait, nice air conditioning, to a ride that's a hundred and fifty minute wait. Ellen's Universe of Energy. I love Ellen's, and that is also gone. <laughs> There's nothing left. <laughs> the Impossible Adventure when you search through everything. Ooh, you're like two adventures behind. 
All right. Um, <laughs> fifth favorite. You know what? Um, it's really stupid. <laughs> I always like going to the the Coca Cola station and so do I. Cokes. I know it's gonna be awful. It's disgusting, but I love time. it. And when we went with Caitlin, like I knew exactly what type of crap <laughs> I was getting into, <laughs> and the only way I could get Caitlin to drink them is if I tried it first. Okay. But you know me, and yeah. I'm very good at keeping a straight face through things. Yes. So I would just sit there, and I would, like, down it, this um, a functional alcoholic. So <laughs> I took it like a shot and just, all right, down the hatch. And then Caitlin is sitting there with, like, this disgusted face after each. And it was just fun. Like, just the two of us going back and forth trying these. Um, it was fun. For me, there's that... Epcot's been a disaster for a while now. The concept is really cool, but um, there's just not that many overall experiences. Like when you consider like World Showcase is one. All right, now half the park is done. Mm-hmm. Um, Soren, Test Track, um, a Mission Space. Some people like I like it, uh, but I wouldn't put it in my top five. Yeah. Um, I really don't like living with the land. I mean, that's a snooze fest I for agree. me. I know some people that love it. Not a fan. Um, I think Eric is a huge fan oh. of it. Um, and I know a lot of people like the backstage tour of that. What is it? Like the Seeds, something Seeds tour. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. You know what it's I really like, enjoy? It's like a pay experience that you can do. And everybody says it's great. Uh, but it is not for me. I really like and I urge people with kids because this is super interactive and really cool. Is Turtle Talk with Crush. Ooh, yeah. It's really cool. I mean, it's um, mm-hmm. it's super interactive. I don't know how they do it, but good for them. It's really good. I have an idea. What about, what about the Nemo ride? The Nemo no, ride's pretty that cool. Is, no, it's not. For kids, it is. Oh, for kids, it's great. For adults. It's a slow-moving dark oh, ride. Oh, boy, it's tough. Classic <laughs> Disney dark ride. Yeah. <laughs> Free AC, baby. That is correct. It's a wonderful attraction in the summer months. You remember when the the Coca-Cola station used to be in, like, the little igloo type Yeah, thing? it used to blow up. And like, they would be... Pumping AC. Oh boy, I can only imagine. Hang out in there for like half hour. I was like, all right, I'm good. You know for a fact, Ed was pumping a seat in there and just chilling out. Sure, Um, (laughs) I'd be bringing my own little seat. (laughs) My dad would bring a lawn chair in there with with you know with little sunblock on his nose. See you boys later. (laughs) See you boys later. I'm gonna soak up this AC. (laughs) It's like 50 in there. Everybody else is outside like to soak up the sun, and Ed is just chilling in there, (laughs) wiping the sweat off his brow with a nice vodka martini. It's 9 a.m. and Ed is sitting there with a rag, wiping his forehead for the 30th time of the day. Oh, I love it. Um, all right, last question, and we're um, we're like right on time, which is beautiful. Um, Chris and Kyle, if you could add one thing to Disney Plus, what would it be and why? I think you and I talked about this. For me, I would like to see some like live streaming of Walt Disney World or or, or Disneyland attractions or you know fireworks shows, stage shows. Like a you know, it'd be really cool to to plug into a live viewing of a Lion King in Magic Kingdom. That'll be like a twelve dollar a month add on. <laughs> really, you can... <laughs> everything would be an add on. Everything's an add on. Um, well, what we I found out today, what they're doing is, I mean, the one thing that I want them to add to Disney Plus, they are going to add to Disney Plus, and that is the Sandlot television show. Um, what were you going to say? I'm just I'm oh. waiting for the Mighty Ducks. Oh my gosh, and the Mighty Ducks! I'm going to be 
I'm going to take about four weeks off from work when all of this comes out. I'm going to watch The Sandlot and The Mighty Ducks. And I'm literally just going to wear, I'm going to try to find clothing that I had from 1995 and just sit in my couch and do it. <laughs> it's going to be so awful. Um, but it's, it, it, yeah, they're adding a, a Mighty Duck show with original cast members. You know, they even got Emilio Estevez uh, as Gordon Bombay. He's starring in the show. Are, I read, though, that the ducks are going to be like the bad guys in the movie. Yeah, because apparently they're like a superpower, and Bombay comes in and gets another bad team to go up against the ducks. So basically, the ducks are like the hawks. The ducks are the hawks. It's not worth winning if the you can't win big. The ducks are the Iceland hawks from what was the prep? Oh my! I forget St. John's. I don't think it was St. John's. Now it's going to bother me. That's okay. Um, yeah, they're going to add the, the, the Money Ducks television show. I know they've already set in stone seasons one and two of The Sandlot. What's cool about The Sandlot show, to give you guys some background on it, is the original director is writing the show for Disney+. Plus. The entire original cast is back on this show. Um, they're, the show is going to be based in 1984, where each each parent is over the a little over the age of thirty, they're between thirty and thirty three years old, and their kids are now um, going to be playing baseball. Um, oh my gosh, I think it's going to be spectacular. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, and then yeah, those two shows. The who what is it? It is the Eden Hall Academy Icelandic. Hawks. I was way off. It's basically now the Mighty Ducks. Yeah, <laughs> they are the Mighty Ducks. Every, and Bombay is going to tear him down. He's going to tear down what he built. <laughs> they lost it for themselves. They. That's correct. <laughs> um, so that's what I'm looking forward to. Uh, what are you? What would you add to Disney Plus? I don't know. Hmm. I don't. I, I really don't know. It's got so much to offer. And I'm, like, trying to think of things that are Disney that aren't on there that should be, but I can't really think I can't think either. I think it's, uh, I think what they've done with it's spectacular. I think it's great. Um, I don't know. I just want more original content. That would I mean, be they great. have a lot of original content already, but, I mean, I feel like, I mean, it's Disney. There's so much more they can do. I agree. I would like to see, like, you know, one time they break in and do a point, a POV on a in ride you know like you said it might add twelve dollars a month but like it'll be really cool if they so just basically you want to feel like you're in a disney park without paying disney to go bringo youtube youtube <laughs> that's a good call um um no, uh, hmm. i think it does everything well i mean you got mandalorian what, I, what would i want to add a strictly baby yoda show in Kyle would like to add a program where Giancarlo Stanton actually plays baseball. <laughs> well, we all know that that'll never happen. <laughs> it's not going to be an attraction. Um, I want to see a Mighty Ducks reboot. Okay. All original cast, including Goldberg. You don't want to see that. <laughs> That's not good. For those of you that don't know, my man Goldberg. Uh, That's like a witness didn't he, protection. Didn't, didn't he just get like arrested oh, for like meth possession or he, something like that? He uh, he loves his uh, methamphetamines. He looks like not human. No. He doesn't look well. I think Julie the Cat Gaffney has secured the position of Goldberg. <laughs> He has yet to get over being replaced by Julie the Cat. <laughs> it really hurt him bad. Um, he even tried to pump her full of sweets, and that didn't even work. It didn't work. Nope. He pumped himself full of sweets, um, and he's paying for that. Um, 
Shout out to Goldberg. Just kidding. <laughs> um, no, I want to thank you guys so much for your questions, and we are right on time. This is like the perfect time that we've always wanted to, to set up here for you guys. Our Q&A show is always fun. Uh, we will be back uh, with another show. Just stick to our social media platforms and our personal pages, and we will uh, let you guys know what's coming up down the road. Um, so uh, we really appreciate that. We're probably going to do another list show. That seems to be what people love is when we do our lists. We did Epcot for foods. Maybe we'll do we'll go to um, maybe we'll do a, a Disney Springs. Uh, type Ooh, show um, a lot of stuff has been happening down there uh, we'll definitely uh, talk about it. we'll let you guys know for sure we really appreciate the support you guys give us we're so grateful and thankful for that um, we hope you guys have a great rest of your week and weekend uh, check this show out on anchor.fm the anchor app you guys can check us out on Spotify Google Podcast Stitcher uh, wherever you guys listen to podcasts man the Disney happy hour is there definitely check us out uh, wherever you can and tell your friends tell your family um, there's no cussing on this show there's there's nothing but just straight family friendly fun um, other than the meth other mentioned however we did discuss methamphetamines but it's a factual thing right it wasn't it was something that we in the news and yes it has nothing to do with us using meth right just Goldberg correct just the former goalie of the incredible championship winning Muddy Ducks franchise <laughs> um uh, thank you guys so much. Uh, we are signing off. I am Chrissy Francesco. That is Kyle Higgins. And we will catch you all down the road. Have a good one. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.